0: Welcome to the Cultivating Wholeness podcast. I'm your host Nicole Puskis. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. And for those of you who listened to the first episode, I really appreciated all of the feedback. Um, it's so interesting to like start a new, you know, so, start something new and to have it so public, where people that you've known your whole life are listening to it, and people that you've never even met. And you just know through social media, happen to listen to it as well. So I'm very grateful for all of you guys who tuned into the last episode and provided me with very positive feedback and constructive criticism. It means a lot to me. Um, I know that I promised that my next recording would be with my friend um, Jen River. However, we've both had a very crazy couple of weeks, and it's been really hard for us to you know, find the time to schedule in our our conversation, because first of all, we are friends and we talk a lot, and I just know that we're going to need at least a couple of hours to sit down and hash it out, because we both have a lot to say, and yeah, it just hasn't lined up with us yet, but we're working on potentially doing it this week, hopefully, so yeah, in, in just keeping with the steady recordings, I wanted to do another solo one just to create the habit of getting these recorded and put up. So here we are. I, I didn't really have a main focus for this episode. So again, I posted a little, um, questions box on my Instagram and I asked my uh, my followers to ask me some questions. So I thought I would just go through some of the questions that were asked because I, I don't know. I always enjoy listening to other people's stories and, you know, hearing what they have to say and their opinions on things. So let's get right into it. Um, so one of the first questions... <laughs> is, if the moon was made out of cheese, would you eat it? I would. That was their answer is that they would. Um, If the moon was made out of cheese, I would eat it only if it didn't affect the entire universe. (laughs) Like if I could eat the moon and it would not affect anything. And also, I don't even know how I would get to the moon to eat it. Like if there was a way I could go to space and eat the moon and not affect anybody or any any of our galaxies or universe i would definitely eat the moon if it was made out of cheese so thank you greg for that question <laughs> um okay so that was just one of the silly questions that i got that i just thought was funny and wanted to answer um okay so the next one of the next questions i got was do you decide on dinner ideas on a daily basis or do you think shop for the week ahead? Um, most of you know that I, my Instagram page is mostly food stuff and I mentioned in my last episode that I do love cooking a lot. So I do post a lot of my, um, my meals on my feed, which I'm assuming is where that question uh, was inspired from. So do I plan... I don't plan – I never plan. I want to – I wish I was one of those people who got everything they needed on a Sunday and, like, did a big grocery shop and brought everything home and did a big meal prep for the week ahead. I, for some reason, suck at meal prepping. I don't know what it is. I take it to a level of unnecessary, complicated planning where I'm, like, way too fancy with things, and I'm like, what can I make – and then I end up panicking and just buying a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense. And it never like, I've just never been a meal prepper. So for me, for dinner, I would say it depends how my day has gone and if whether or not my partner is cooking, cause we take turns. I do most of the cooking, I would say, but Dave does do a lot of the cooking and he's a great cook as well. So if it's my night to cook, I basically just go on how I'm feeling if I've had a long day and I'm tired and I don't feel like spending like 45 minutes to an hour making dinner I will just grab something super simple like tonight I made a sesame chicken noodle bowl which just basically entailed a pre-cooked roasted chicken that I put sauce on and I spent like 10 minutes making the noodles and putting it together so yeah I don't shop for the week ahead. I keep basics in the pantry and the fridge. So like spinach is something that we always have because I like to make a smoothie. If I feel like I haven't been eating enough like vegetables, it's easy to just come home and like throw a bunch of stuff in a blender and then just drink that. So we do keep things, I do keep things in the house, like basic things like almond milk, oat milk, bananas, spinach, and then like Obviously, like pastas and noodles, rice, like the staple stuff, which I feel like everybody kind of keeps those things on hand. Um, I do when I'm like in a when I'm in a really inspired mood to make like a really nice, fancy, like well thought out meal, then yes, I will plan it out and sh- like make a list and go to the grocery store and pick out what I need. But... For the most part, I'm honestly like making a grocery list at like 4 p.m. because I know that I'm walking home at 4.30 and I need to think of something. And sometimes I don't make any list and I just go to the grocery store and I just look around and see what like catches my eye, I guess. Um, Yeah, I do really wish I could be a meal prep person because I see so so many people that I follow are really into meal prepping and their meals look so delicious but that's just not me. So, yeah. Um, The next question I got was, what's your favorite thing about the Instagram platform? Hmm. My favorite thing about the Instagram platform is probably that you can communicate and talk to people Literally all over the world. Like I I am in touch with People that I've never even met in real life and I've also Met people in real life who have found me through Instagram So I I just love how it connects people and it introduces you to people that you never would have like Met otherwise and it's I feel like it's such a, a Platform where you're in control of what you're following. So chances are you're following people who are interested in the same things as you or they're people that inspire you or you know like that that's just my personal feed i follow people who i who i would probably like want to be friends with in real life and who are doing cool things and are interested in health or other interesting things so that's one of my favorite things is that it connects you with people that you probably would never meet if you were just out on this, like walking around or like, I guess nobody's going to house parties anymore. So it's like even more so now than ever, it connects you with people and I love that. And I also love Instagram for inspiration. I feel like I get so many like good ideas from Instagram and I learn about things that I never would have known about like cool brands and like recipes like fashion, like there's just, yeah, it's, I love a lot of things about, about Instagram. And I also love that it gives me a voice to share things that, that I care about. So yeah, I mean, I don't, my Instagram's connected to my Facebook and everything that it goes on my Instagram, like later gets uploaded to my Facebook by default, but I never really go on Facebook anymore. I don't know. It just seems like a weird place these days with, yeah there's just too many people who are like out of their minds on facebook posting crazy rants so yeah instagram is awesome because like i said it connects you with people and you learn things and it's just visually appealing and i know some people would argue that when this is true instagram is a highlight reel but it's also i don't look at it as people like when i'm on instagram i'm not i don't feel jealous or insecure or like wishing that i had what people are posting about i see it as like beautiful things that people are sharing and moments that are being shared and i just yeah i know there's a lot of like negative connotation with instagram and what people are posting but like to be totally honest with you i have enough and I'm sure we all have enough of our own shit in our lives. Like, I don't really have space <laughs> to be, to scroll through my feed and like, listen to and hear about every single person's like hardships and yeah, I mean, not to be insensitive to, um, the social and civil rights movements that are happening right now, I am definitely open and want to learn about that. But if it's just like, I don't know, I don't, I prefer to see the the good moments in people's life instead of like all the bad moments. So yeah, kind of went on a, a little ramble there, but I hope you understand what I mean. Like, yes, it's a highlight reel, but I would rather see highlights than like every negative thing in someone's life all the time, so. That's just my two cents on that. the um, so next question is, what are your little everyday fears and how do you conquer them? Hmm. It's a really good question, actually. I don't think I have a lot of little everyday fears. I think I have like my main fears that I that I always have that I don't think about every day but like yes of course sometimes I do think of them so one of my fears is that I'll never be able to buy a house in uh in Vancouver which I think pretty much all of us probably feel that way because it's crazy expensive here um which I don't even think like that's just that's such a surface level fear Let me think about this for a second. What are my little everyday fears and how do you conquer them? Sometimes I, I fear, um, being judged. Like there's so much going on right now with like COVID and, and that sort of thing. And I, sometimes I don't like wear a mask when I go out on the streets and that really like That's a, that's a new little fear because I don't want to be insensitive to people who are actually very stressed out and like taking the pandemic, like extremely seriously. Like I sometimes don't wear a mask every day these days. And I worry that maybe people are like, what is wrong with that girl? But I, even that's kind of like, oh, not even, I don't know. That's kind of surface level as well. I don't know. To be honest, I guess I don't really have everyday fears. I have the the main fears that I think most people have. Like, will I be successful? Will I like make enough money to live a life that I want to live? Yeah. Will I be able to buy a house? Like, when am I going to have children? Do I want children? Like, those are all things that I think about, and I don't conquer them because I really don't have the answers to those questions. So. I would say, instead of trying to conquer those fears, I just manage them. I don't know, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. But that's, yeah, that's my answer to that question. That question really has puzzled me. So good question. Um, Okay. (sighs) The next question is, what was lockdown And COVID like for you? Well, to be totally honest with you, when we were shut down from like March to May, the end of May, um, when I was working from home, I would say it was so life-changing for me because I actually had a chance to be myself and just be in my own space. And I know that maybe, maybe everybody can relate to this, but like when you go to work every day, you are going to a place with other people and those people have their own baggage and they, you know, everybody has their own like stuff going on. And so going to the office and Being surrounded by people sometimes can really, it really stresses me out because the energy, like I'm really, I really pick up on people's energy, even if they're not directing anything towards me. I just feel the energy in a space. And sometimes going to the office or like going and doing everyday tasks can be stressful because you're not only putting yourself out into the world but you're also opening up yourself to literally everyone around you and we all have our shit and sometimes it's just yeah too much to deal with people's shit and there's 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 no boundaries with like people you don't really know because you aren't comfortable enough to say to someone like whoa you need to like calm your shit you know what I mean So having that space to stay home and not have to deal with, like, I don't know. Like, do you guys remember when it first happened and the streets were so quiet? Like, there was no, like, honking and people yelling and people, like, screaming at each other. And there was no, like, it just everything seemed so calm. And I know that sounds fucked up to be like grateful that a pandemic brought calmness because I know a lot of people didn't feel calm and there's also a lot of panic. But for me personally, I felt w- like more more in tune with myself than I've ever felt in my entire life, basically. Just having the space to be home. I started eating like th- three meals a day. I saved so much money, like an embarrassing amount of money. I don't know where, like eating out, I guess we don't really like think about this, or maybe some smart people think about this. Eating out every day and getting coffees every day and like the little things like happy hours with friends and like after work drinks and dinners, like that shit adds up so fast and you don't really think about it in the moment because it's like I'm doing this to relax or hang out or catch up and then not having that for three months basically. I was able to save so much money, which was a huge eye-opener for me. And yeah, like just the world just seemed more slow and that's my pace is like just slow. And I feel like a new person emerged within me out of all of this. Like now that I'm back to work and I'm back in the world, I'm like way more calm and I'm more likely to say no to something i've also like come to realize that my health and my mental wellness is more important than any deadline at work and any like and this is something i I think a lot of people struggle with like your job is not more important than you or your family like if you're if you're more worried about your boss giving you shit for like not doing a task or not getting something done, like lickety split, like there's just so many more things to worry about. And I I really feel like in in the conversations I've had with people, people that I've talked to are way more like cognizant of the fact that we're not robots. (laughs) Like we're not made to be these like machines that, you know, are constantly putting out and putting out and putting out. And like, we have no downtime for ourselves and we misalign our priorities. And so, yeah, I also don't have children. So COVID and lockdown was a fucking breeze for me. And I know that a lot of maybe if you're a parent listening to this, my heart goes out to you because especially the moms out there, because yeah, I feel like you guys, I just can't even imagine what it would be like to be a parent working from home with your kids at home. That would be just too much. So yeah, that's my answer. I loved it and I feel like a better person for it and I'm not sorry. Um, <clears throat> the next question is what inspires you? Hmm. What inspires me? I guess it depends. Like, what inspires me on a daily basis, or like what inspires me in what I'm doing? I guess we'll go with what inspires me with what I'm doing. What inspires me to do what I'm doing is, I think I touched on this in the last episode as well, is that I know how important all of this is like taking care of yourself and making sure that you are healthy in your mind and your body um cuz when you're not taking care of yourself that sort of has a ripple effect on everything that you do it has a it has an effect on your relationships it has effect on your job it has effect on how you view yourself it has an effect on what you allow people to do to you and how you allow and what you accept From others, yeah. I just I think like when you're in a bad place and you're not taking care of yourself and you're like drinking too much or not eating healthy, not moving your body, not making time or creating space for yourself to like truly unwind. It's just in yeah in my personal experience, it just creates like a domino effect of things just going wrong and things just being out of, out of sync. So yeah, that's my answer to that question. What inspires me to do this is that this, this is so important. Like the podcast and the Instagram and the Facebook, like that shit's not important, but the fact that I'm like practicing what I preach and then like sharing it with people to me feels really um, good and it feels important. And yeah, that really inspires me every day. So, um, there's only a couple of questions. The next question is how do you define success? These questions are good. You guys are like good with the questions. How do I define success? Hmm. If you had asked me this question when I was like 21, I would have said success is like working a six-figure job, living in a beautiful house, having a family, um, basically all of the materialistic things that society tells you that you need in order to have success. I feel like a lot of people when they're in their 20s, they think like, oh, like I'm going to be married and have two kids and in my dream job by the time I'm 30 and it's going to be awesome. And then around year 25 of your life, you have the quarter life crisis and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? This is not what I thought it would be. I don't want this. I actually really, really don't want that. And you kind of start to realize like, oh, like maybe this like perfect vision of what we've been told our entire lives actually isn't for me and isn't for everyone. And it's just a weird societal like status quo that everyone is supposed to fit into. And yeah, I just, yeah. So if you would ask me what that, what success, how do I define success? 10 years ago, that would be my answer. But now that I've like, now that I have some experience under my belt and I know more about who I am and what I want in life, I would say success for me is having a partner that loves me, like not unconditionally, that loves me, respects me, is willing to like work through our shit together and is who that like, I want someone who is willing to like make themselves better and also push me to be better. And that goes both ways. That is a form of success to me is to be in a loving relationship where both people grow and both people are able to be themselves. And yeah. And I think I have that right now, which is awesome. Shout out to Dave. Um, Another big piece of success for me is, being being healthy and like being in an in a stable mindset and just yeah like I know that's that's not like what most people would think success is but I feel like if if I'm you know I'm 33 this year I'm pretty healthy I take care of myself <clears throat> excuse me and I um. I don't have any like, I don't have a drinking problem or a drug problem or any sort of like, I don't have a gambling problem. So that's pretty like awesome in my eyes. That's something to be like proud of. And I would say like, success is whatever you want it to be. So this is just my answer. Don't be offended by my, what I'm saying. Success is whatever you want it to be. And I think you've reached true success when you, stop listening to what other people tell you you should be doing and when you stop letting other people's ideas define who you are that is ultimate success in my eyes like it doesn't matter i know people who make like six figure plus salaries who have everything who have vacation homes multiple cars all the toys anything you can possibly think of and they're not happy So money isn't everything and having expensive things and a high profile job isn't everything in life. And I feel sorry for anybody who thinks that it is because that is sad. And if you are a rich, successful person, sorry, if you are a rich person who has all of the things and you are happy, then kudos to you. But I don't think that's like the be all end all success is about doing what you in like doing something you enjoy having good relationships good friendships having a strong connection with who you are making enough money to feel financially stable enough you know to have like a a savings account for if you did lose your job or if you did want to take a really nice vacation like, I don't need a lot of things. I think that stems from, like, not growing up with much. My parents, yeah, they did what they could. We were by no means, like, rich or wealthy. Like, we were quite opposite, actually. So I think it's always instilled in me that money doesn't buy happiness. Like, we've we've had some of the best times together as a family doing absolutely nothing. So just important to stress that money and um, social status and things don't make people happy. So yeah, I'm on a tangent about this now, but yeah, success to me is, I'm gonna narrow it down into three basic things. Being in a loving relationship with my partner and having um, healthy, stable relationships around me. That's like friendships, family, coworkers, and just being aware enough in myself to be able to set boundaries with people so that I can continue to keep my relationships healthy and loving and stable. Um, The second pillar of my definition of success would be working in a job that doesn't stress me out and leave me feeling drained every day and still gives me space and energy to do the things that I love and still pays for the life that I choose to live. And yeah, I I, I feel like I'm in a comfortable position right now with the job that I have and I'm super grateful for that. So just continuing to like grow within that company is ultimately the goal. And then the third and final pillar of what I consider success is not giving a shit what people think success should be for me and just like following my own path and sticking to no sticking to like what I value and what I believe and not letting outside voices try to convince me that what I'm doing isn't enough because it's not their idea of um what they think I should be doing if that makes sense But yeah, that was the last question. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this again. If you have any feedback or any, if you have any questions, I'm going to post this on my, on my Instagram page. Please leave a question, either DM me or comment, um, email me, reach out in whatever way. And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get this episode recorded with Jen this week. So fingers crossed for that. And thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it.